Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You're listening to a Mint podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. This segment is brought to you by Mirai Asset Investment Managers, India Private Limited. In today's time, investing has become paramount for securing a financial future. Through investing, we can not only achieve our financial goals, but also protect our funds for the longer run. However, investing alone is not sufficient. You need the right investment plan that will act as a roadmap to help you manage your money. If you're a beginner like me or someone who gets overwhelmed with so many investment products and plans, then this episode is just for you. Today, we have an expert who will help us decode all the complexities of finance to empower us on our investment journey. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. Hi Siddharth, welcome to Why Not Mint Money. Thank you Radhika for having me on the show. It's my pleasure. Siddharth is a fund manager and the head of ETF product at Mirai Asset Investment Managers, India Private Limited. And today he will shed some light on some of the intriguing investment strategies. So Siddharth, let's start with the basics. What is multi-factor investing and why has it gained so much attention in recent years? Sure, Adhika. So uh, what I'll do is I'll first explain what is factor investing. And then in that answer itself, you will understand why multi-factor investing is getting uh, popular. So uh, I think audience already know what passive investing is all about. It's it's about tracking uh, a market uh, segment or a sector or a theme, etc. Whatever the underlying index does. ETF or index fund mirror that by mirroring the underlying portfolio, they seek to generate similar returns. Now, in factor investing, instead of simply simply selecting stocks based on market cap, you try to select stock based on certain factors or certain parameters. Let's say uh, these factors typically are quality. It can be value. It can be low volatility, it can be high dividend, or it can be momentum or alpha. Okay. The idea is that by picking companies which are good on these factors, you are able to generate a portfolio behavior which aligns with those factors and which aligns with your investment objective. I'll take two examples. For example, uh, let's say a momentum based factor based investment will typically pick companies uh, from a segment based on their recent price performance let's say recent three month or six month or six month or 12 month price performance so whichever is doing well from a returns point of view those stocks will be selected so here you are basically investing in stocks which are doing well from a return point of view so you expect your portfolio will do well when there is a broad rally in the market 
but it will typically come at a higher risk also because momentum can do bad in market corrections similarly you may want a lower volatile portfolio and you may want a fund which picks let's say 30 stocks or 40 stocks based on lower volatility so whichever fund whichever stocks has lower volatility in in a given segment will be chosen and then that fund is expected to have more sturdy behavior especially during volatile times and your risk is hope will be on the lower side hopefully and and that is what uh that portfolio will behave from a from a from a risk point of view and that is what you will sort of get by investing in those uh factor based funds so this category as a whole has become very popular because it allows you to invest in a portfolio where companies are selected based on these factors right either quality or high dividend or or low volatility or value etc they tend to behave in a manner in which you expect these factor to behave and then hence the performance is as per your investment objective so globally around 15% of etf aum is based on these single factor based uh, uh, products now coming to multi factor multi factor became popular or people started thinking about multi factor because they want to remove the cyclicality which is associated with factor like i said that uh, uh, that quality based factor will be more sturdy during during bad times right uh, it will it will have lower drawdowns it will have lesser risk etc but it may or may not participate in a broad market rally whereas on the contrary side momentum will perform hopefully better in a in a broad market rally because you are picking stocks based on their stock performance but it may fall higher when there is a market correction right so people said okay quality is doing good in uh, bad times and momentum is doing uh, well in good times why not combine them and reduce that cyclicality of the portfolio so that i am compromising a bit based on individual factor performance but on an overall basis i am getting a more stable portfolio hopefully momentum will help me get higher returns in good times and hopefully because i am using quality also the portfolio will be more sturdy and do not fall as much as a momentum only portfolio uh, would have fallen so that is how multi factor investing is getting popular so you mix typically uh, sorts of complementary factors together you mix let's say alpha plus low vol you mix quality plus momentum in order to have sorts of lower cyclicality in in the in the fund and that is why they are becoming very popular and we have as i meant uh, as uh, around 50 plus uh, smart beta products or factor based product out of which i think uh, few are now based on multi factors also great so so you spoke about different factors like quality momentum value and i'm guessing these factors do play a major role when it comes to maintaining a portfolio so Siddharth, I want like to ask you that can we maintain or can we control these factors? So, uh, see, all these factors have been decided after a lot of research. Okay. 
after seeing historical performance of these factors over a long period of time so quality where uh, companies are chosen typically based on their profitability financial health earning stability have seen to sorts of have lower drawdown in bad times okay and have a good upside also when markets are doing well like you expect a quality company to behave uh, a less volatile uh, companies are typically shown to be again more sturdy during bad times and by by falling less they are typically to expected to generate a better returns over a longer period of time same uh, you can see about say about value that typical value uh, is chosen based on price to earnings uh, price to book price price to sales etc and they tend to do very well when there is a broad market recovery rally so so these factors are not like uh, they're not generated out of a out of a wind or it's not a figment of imagination you okay. there has been lot of back testing done uh, a lot of observations have been made and these factors radhika have been used on the active side also so there is a performance history associated with it and we have seen more often than not that these factors have tend to behave in which as per our expectation having said that nothing is nothing happens for 100% of time so typical yeah. i think 9 out of 10 times you will see them behave as per expectation i think 8 mm-hmm. out of 10 times or 9 out of 10 times it's it's pretty straightforward that uh, any index fund or etf simply mirror the underlying index so let's say nifty 50 consists of 50 companies so the etf or index fund will buy all the 50 companies in an exact weight proportion as they are present in the underlying index okay. uh, so for example if hdfc bank is 12% and reliance is 10% your fund also will buy 12% of hdfc and 10% of 10% of reliance is no sorts of fund manager discretion of deviating from the uh, from the weights by doing that the idea is to generate returns which the underlying index is generating it is as simple as that and maybe you got recommended the uh, the nifty 50 fund because yeah. uh, large cap in large cap space uh, we are seeing consistently that active fund managers are struggling to generate outperformance especially post cost basis which is why i think people say that why should i take a fund manager risk or why should i pay one uh, percent or two percent of 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 expense ratio uh, when I'm not sure of outperformance, right? Uh, so it's better to take uh, investment in a Nifty Fifty ETF or index fund and get that market return. Great. It is apparent that the Welltech industry is growing at a breakneck speed. Siddharth, what is your view on the Welltech industry in India? I think uh, it's. a phenomenal uh, innovation uh, which is happening in the veltech side uh, we have uh, veltech 
across segments right uh, it's it's related to a simple investing right making investment easy making all your uh, uh, information portfolio information investment information at a at a single place it can be as simple as that it can involve uh, suggestions also it can involve ai based portfolio creations also it can involve algo based execution also so there are there are a lot of uh, a lot of uh, innovative things which are happening i think it is very good it is it is resulting in uh, making things simple on the one hand and also offering a lot of innovative solutions to investor on other hand and thirdly also i think uh information and data is so easily available to uh, investor these days i think that is helping them to take very uh, good informed call so i think a uh, welltech industry is a boon in these times where which is helping investors regarding investments regarding information regarding consolidating data investment data etc so i think uh, uh, i think there's lot of long road ahead because if you compare with what yeah. is happening in us uh, they are ahead in terms of let's say ai based uh uh applications in the welltech industry but i think soon will will hit that uh, uh milestone also okay great so now we spoke about different factors we spoke about the welltech industry now according to you what are some of the key principles that individuals should consider when it comes to building and managing their wealth think uh, radhika the most important thing is to get the portfolio allocation right okay i think choosing the f- right fund should come secondary because ultimately difference between a fund which you, which you have chosen and a fund which is let's say the best performing fund uh, may not be that much it can be but let's say it is not that much but the error which you can make by simply bad allocation is can be significant so you should understand your risk profile what you are getting into i'm like we were talking about factor investing multi factor investing all this sounds very good but it it won't make sense unless until you know what you are getting into and what you are getting into aligns with your investment objective so simply look at portfolio creation have an allocation in a large cap fund large cap segment mid cap segment small cap segment some bit into commodities international funds uh, and debt also depending uh, at at what age you are what are your requirements what sort of goals you have in terms of your uh, your uh, investments and and i think that should be the the main focus and then obviously you can you can play around that but build the portfolio uh, do the right allocation and do it on a consistent basis i think timing the market once you have decided what your portfolio allocation should be is probably the uh, worst thing which a which a person can do as siddharth said portfolio allocation is a must now siddharth let's talk about the small cap 250 index what makes this index unique and why should investors be drawn to it this uh, index which was uh, newly launched by uh, national stock exchange uh, am i right you are referring to the small cap 250 momentum yes. quality and yes. index right yes 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 yeah so uh, 
इट इज इंडिया फर्स्ट मल्टी फैक्टर इंडेक्स इन स्मॉल कैप सेगमेंट सो एट दी वेरी स्टार्ट ऑफ द पॉडकास्ट वी टॉक्ड अबाउट हाउ मल्टी फैक्टर कैन हेल्प इन फास्ट पिकिंग स्टॉक्स एंड देन बिकॉज देर आर टू फैक्टर इन्वॉल्व इट कैंसल्स आउट दिक्लिकैलिटी ऑल्सो राइट सो राधिका वेन इट कम्स टू स्मॉल कैप इन्वेस्टमेंट Uh, if i ask you and i i'm going to give answer also so uh, so don't answer <laughs> so uh, typically you will say that most important thing when it comes to factor when it comes to small cap investing is returns right yeah yeah and hopefully you will say sadat if you are generate if if this fund is generating returns hopefully it has good quality companies also because you are concerned about quality in small cap companies yeah. right uh and third will be that uh, let's hope that it is liquid enough so that when i want to take out the money i don't face any issues in terms of portfolio liquidity yes i think small cap also gives the uh, good return or huh? best returns when it comes to only talking about return returns Yeah, it depends from a cycle to cycle, but in a long term view, uh, in a, in a long term uh, investment horizon, typically it should. But yeah, it depends from cycle to cycle. Again, that is why portfolio allocation is so important, right? I have invested on small cap, so <laughs> no, 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 no. Hopefully, it does. But yeah, uh, there are phases when it will do bad. There are phases when it will do extremely good, like it is doing in last one two yeah. years. Yeah. But but you have to. be invested to 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 gain that experience right and hopefully in long term they are expected obviously to to do better yes. than mid caps and and large cap uh yeah so so what nse has done is that they have culled out companies from the small cap 250 index which is the broader index based on liquidity momentum and quality metrics so they first remove companies which are illiquid okay and then they select 100 best companies based on quality ranking as well as momentum ranking so you are your portfolio is getting created based on uh, companies which are sturdy as well as which have a reasonable momentum also so that you are able to capture the upside when market is doing well and not fall uh, uh not fall as much as the market is falling in the bad times yeah so so that mirai asset has a global presence and manages a diverse range of investment products what factors does the company prioritize when selecting investment opportunities So uh, I assume that you are talking about how do we decide which fund to launch, etc. Uh, am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And about the investment products. Okay. So see, uh, uh, Radhika, we believe that we are product manufacturers, right? Okay. Uh, we believe that we should provide good investment products in any uh, in any segment which is investable. right and then it is up to the investors and and advisors to pick up the right offering so for example uh, globally we manage around 590 etfs we manage around 109 billion dollar in in aum so we have etfs on artificial intelligence we have etfs on 
US large cap. We have ETFs then on Metaverse. We have ETF then uh, you won't believe on marijuana companies also. We have ETFs on blockchain. We have ETFs on electric vehicles. We have ETF on lithium and battery tech, etc. So see, idea is to provide options to investors, and then I think as I'm, as we mentioned that now people are savvy enough to know what they want so yes your portfolio allocation should be uh, robust it should be on large cap mid cap small cap etc but then some exposure can be given to these let's say emerging themes so why not have ai based fund or 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 uh, funds which are investing in uh, getting exposure to lithium and battery tech fintech etc so as uh, as mirai we believe in providing solutions right solutions hopefully the best solutions let's say for example in this in small cap space uh, the question is should we launch a fund with a single factor or a multi factor or do it based on plain vanilla index that's a call we take which is the right option but we will definitely have something hopefully on on all the investable segments uh, as an option for the investor Siddharth, you mentioned a couple of ETF products. I would like to know what strategies do you consider when designing and managing ETFs? So, when it comes to ETF, Radhika, I only need to sorts of strategize how best I can capture a particular segment or a theme or a sector. Okay. For example, uh, let's say uh, we have Nifty Fifty and Next Fifty. ETFs. Their idea is to just provide simple, plain vanilla solution to investors who want to take exposure to large cap segment in a very cost efficient manner. Then we manage a Nifty 200 Alpha 30 uh, ETF, which picks 30 stocks which are generating excess return over the market uh, from large and mid cap space. and that as i mentioned while talking about momentum it works like momentum uh, in a better manner uh, because it is rebalanced more frequently weights are purely based on uh, the outperformance etc uh, so it has generated good returns but come at higher risk uh, now in small cap we can launch uh, we are in process of launching a multi factor based product because we believe that something on uh, on the nifty small cap 250 benchmark could have been illiquid uh, could have uh, contained lot of uh, sorts of uh, companies which have quality concerns on it and from a return generation point of view also was not very attractive so we uh, obviously look at simple solutions also radhika but we are never shying away from innovation so we have uh, we have for example fang plus etf which invest in just 10 us uh, listed big tech companies we have in fact india's only artificial intelligence etf we have a global ev and ai etf fund of fund so uh, we obviously look at options wherever simple solution work we do simple solution wherever it requires sorts of creating those uh, strategies uh, we we do that also so product strategy is simply designing the best product and then leaving up to the investor who pick it based on their risk profile or investment objective 
Clearly, the investment landscape is constantly evolving. Now, let's talk about new fund offerings. Tell me, how do they fit into the broader investment landscape? There can be two type of new fund offering. One is sorts of a me too product, right? Okay. And there, there you have to gauge what is it bringing uh, up different. To uh, already cluttered table, right? Uh, uh, is it is it low cost? Is uh, the uh, strategy completely different? Can I expect it to outperform, etc.? So those sort of questions should come. And the second sort of NFOs are typically which is completely new, right? Which which caters or sorts of uh, the that sort of product doesn't exist in the market itself and you create a market afresh for example we launched fang plus uh, etf couple of years back there was no product as such in the market so there was no competition it it uh, there was the merit was obviously about uh, how the how the strategy will work uh, it's a different product how will it behave and got a lot of uh, support and investment from from the investment community and we had a good NFO. Uh, then, for example, uh, we launched, uh, we are in process of launching one ETF in a segment. While this ETF is based on a different strategy, it is going into a me too segment, right? There we have to pitch how different this fund is uh, compared to other, how different the investment philosophy and strategy is. And whereas, let's say if, if, if I would have been launching a Nifty 50 ETF, which we already have, I would have probably uh, talked about cost, etc. And, and other merits. So NFO is all about providing investor option. If you are coming out with a unique product, otherwise, obviously, trying to provide something different either from a cost point of view or from an investment philosophy point of view to obviously gain investor investor attention. Well, I guess the investment landscape is really fascinating and there's so much to learn about different investment plans and opportunities. Thank you, Siddharth, for sharing your valuable insights on multi-factor investing, ETFs, different kind of factors, especially for mere mortals like me. And I have thoroughly enjoyed this episode and I hope our listeners enjoyed this too. Thanks for coming on Why Not Mint Money. Thank you so much, Radhika, for having me here. And I hope I was able to answer questions uh, yeah, as simply as possible. Love to uh, come back some other time. Same here. Thank you so much. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HD Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.